everybody welcome back to freeze frame episode 43 the show where we stop to take a moment to discuss all the heavily talked about news of the week having to do with movies tv streaming and pop culture my name is Ryder, and today i'm joined by a fellow texan and fan of pop culture tope amade <laughs> how are how you doing, doing? I'm, I'm doing great just happy to be here man thanks for having me absolutely thank you so much for coming on so everybody listening at home this is i think this is a pretty cool story so we met on twitter and uh i don't know how but it was probably just, it was meant to be <laughs> where uh we followed each other probably because of the people that we follow uh we're both into you know film and pop culture and marvel and and uh we just made a connection and now here we are doing the show together <laughs> yes sir uh it's you know it's kind of crazy i mean i reached out and uh I, I clicked on his links and you know i love the material that they did and i'm so happy Ryder reached out back and you know, reached back out to me and you know, we just started talking from then on and here we are so <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate, happy. I appreciate that. I'm glad you're on tonight, uh, today, tonight, <laughs> today. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and get started. So before we kind of get into it. the thick of it, uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening on audio platforms. Uh, again, if you enjoyed the show, give us a review. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong as well. Helps us out. We also have Discord that'll be linked down below, so you can join our community and talk with us more on a personal level. And we have TikTok for all the updates and pop culture, Instagram and Twitter, and of course, all the social media you can imagine, as well as uh, Tope, all his social media will be linked down below. I'll be saying that throughout the show, but uh, definitely check out his content. Uh, if, you, if you're into our content, you'll definitely like what he got. So <laughs> that'll be all linked down below. Hey guys, this episode of Freeze Frame is brought to you by our favorite producers of grooming tools, Manscaped. The global leaders in below the waist grooming are leaving 2021 with a brand new product. You can clean yourself into the new year with their ultra premium body wash. Also, we have a special offer alert for you guys. You can use the code strictly casual for 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Four million men already trust Manscaped, so it's time to join them. Let's talk about being clean, feeling, and smelling good. The new Ultra Premium Body Wash from Manscaped solves all three for the perfect addition to your daily grooming routine, but in the shower. I shower every day, and I hope you do too. Now, this body wash is infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. With Manscaped, you'll be a brand new man and ready to kick off all the gross hair and smells out with 2021. Again, you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code strictlycasual at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code strictlycasual. Happy New Year from Manscaped. Now back to the show. Okay, so now let's go ahead and start off. We have a, you know, first little light topics to begin, and that's Marvel, of course, Spider-Man No Way Home. So we're going to say, I'm just going to go ahead and say, say slight spoilers right here because I feel like it's been a weekend, you know, people have had their time to enjoy it. But uh, have you seen it, and what are kind of your thoughts? How do you feel about the film so far? Yeah, I saw it Thursday night a couple of days ago, and honestly, could arguably be one of the best Marvel, Marvel movies ever. Uh, and you can say there's like some recency bias to that, but if you watched the movie, you'd understand why majority of us think that way. Uh, and personally, uh, it's honestly in my top three. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Mm -hmm. no, How about yeah. you? I, I agree. Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. It's like, oh, man, it just came out and I'm kind of still all, like buzzing from it. So it might yeah. be that. But uh, I'm going to see it again later tonight. So hopefully I can kind of gather my thoughts more. But I, I do think it was such a fantastic film for Spider-Man. And I think it was it was solid in, in kind of uh, rounding off the homecoming arc of Tom Holland mm -hmm. and, you know, really cementing him as a Spider-Man. He is Peter Parker and a Spider-Man. And uh yeah, it was it was really something like it, it was special. Like, you know, I know you probably felt this too watching. It's like, wow, this is this is something it's it's it feels more special than a normal Marvel film, you know, more than mm -hmm. the 
the formula that they do. And I feel like uh, this is definitely a lot of people are going to be talking about this for a long time. I really feel like that. You're right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, just, 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 just seeing the movie, uh, I mean, I, and the, the whole character are just from, again, like you mentioned, from Homecoming up until now. And you can see in, in Homecoming and Far From Home, you see him kind of have this kind of like, not childish, but this kind of like kitty, you know, characteristics where like the stakes are so much higher in this movie that he's, he's forced to mature so quickly. So that's one thing I loved about the about the movie. And, you know, I'm looking forward to the future. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You make a great point. Yeah, he definitely uh, evolved. And a lot of people made this mo- uh, this note, and I was like, eh, you can agree with it or not, but that he was Spider-Boy, and now he's Spider-Man. <laughs> he's kind of yeah. But I, I don't know. It's like he's always been a kid, and he's a kid. At, I mean, you know, and he just does normal kid stuff, which makes sense, but take it as you will. <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyways, moving on now, something else, guys. This is Hawkeye. Hawkeye Episode 5 dropped last week, which is Marvel fans are eating, that's for sure. And um, mm-hmm. definitely, we're going to say slight spo- I mean, spoilers for the end of the episode. It's kind of been out for a week. And I know if you're listening, you've probably heard the new episode. But have you seen the new episode? If so, what do you think about the huge reveal? And you can feel free to talk about it. <laughs> uh, again, it's kind of, it was wildly talked about. So I kind of knew going in. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of expected it to happen last episode. But just even, not even having a scene with Kingpin, but just seeing like a, was it like a, a screenshot or, or a picture of him. People, I, I still, I still react the same way. I still went crazy. So, just being able to see that, like the Marvel TV shows on Netflix, kind of like starting to get integrated into the MCU, you know, means a lot to me. Means a lot to a lot of fans, and mm-hmm. I'm just looking forward to what they have coming up next. But seeing Kingpin was 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 a huge was a huge freaking plus for me, man. It was awesome. It just mm-hmm. kind of topped off the episode. So, can be any more happier. <laughs> Absolutely. So, have you seen all the Netflix Marvel shows? Uh, I've seen uh, Daredevil. Uh, I fell off on mm-hmm. Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. The Punisher is my all-time favorite, and I, I can't. I don't know what can top that. So, hopefully, John Bernthal is in the MCU. Um, hopefully, I'm praying that Foggy, you mm-hmm. know, he he does that. But uh, I've seen all. I've seen Jessica Jones, but uh, I kind of just fell off on Iron Fist, really. And I watched mm-hmm. Luke Cage as well. So, how about you? No, I feel yeah, yeah. Uh, I I watched a little bit of each show, like uh you know uh, Luke Cage, uh, Jessica Jones. Like I I enjoyed them in their own way. They're 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 definitely a must watch. I I'd say just give it a chance. But Daredevil for me was huge because I don't know it was, it was gritty, it was grounded, and it was definitely mature. And it was a new take on Daredevil from last we saw Ben Affleck. And I yeah. think this is like he is the ultimate Daredevil. And I think it was so cool that. Again, spoilers for No Way Home. Huge spoiler. You skipped like 20 seconds uh, to see yeah. Charlie Cox return in No Way Home. And like you said, Kingpin, I mean, it's Feige's listening to us. And it's cool that we get the return of these characters that we love so much. Exactly. You know, and again, you know, we came a long way from <laughs> Daredevil uh, with Ben Affleck. But again, just seeing seeing uh, Charlie Cox in that scene catch that brick, it was like, yes, you know, let's, yep. let's do this. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, even though, even though it was just twenty seconds, thirty seconds of him in the movie, like the crowd reacted damn near the same way, uh, you know, for for other huge events in the movie. So uh, it, it was awesome. So uh, we'll we'll see what the future holds, man. Absolutely, yeah. And the Hawkeye episode six season finale drops this uh, Wednesday, Tuesday night. Uh, we will be doing a yeah. watch party for that, so stay tuned. But I'm very excited to see this finale. It's gonna be something something exciting for sure. <laughs> I know it's the it's the longest the longest episode of uh, of the series. So uh, I know kind of No Way Home ended with him swinging over New York, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully I don't know if we're gonna see him swing over yeah, in, yeah, in Hawkeye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 
we'll, we'll see we'll see how that goes but i'm looking forward to this to this episode hopefully we have some scenes with kingpin in it um i want to see more of echo i don't think we've seen much of her lately mm-hmm. besides that scene besides that scene on top of the apartment uh but you know ho- hopefully this episode kind of delivers which i know it will it's kevin foggy it's it's, it's the mcu but um you know we'll see yeah yeah no i'm right there with you it's exciting <laughs> we'll, we'll see yeah. for sure all right, moving on now to our main news of the week. Uh, we have a lot of, of uh, Marvel, but we also have a lot of other studio news, which is always exciting for me because Marvel is it's great, but I, you know, we want some diversity. Anyways, uh, getting started here, we have No Way Home has earned apparently the third highest amount in domestic Thursday night previews of all time, which is only behind The Force Awakens and Avengers Endgame. Pretty crazy. It is, and my, my only thing is, and I, I, let me ask you this question, would you think it'd be number one if it wasn't for the pandemic? Oh, 100%. Because I'm sure you heard about, uh, like, there's no China release, right? Like, I think there's, yeah. there was a situation there. So, like, pandemic and no China release. It's like, and, they're, and yeah. it's already doing so good. I really think that this movie would have been top for sure. <laughs> exactly. So that's why, again, that's kind of why my, my reasoning for having it as, like, automatic top three for Marvel movies. Uh, but, again, if it wasn't for the pandemic and, again, the, the China release... It could compete with uh, with uh, Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what was your theater experience like? Uh, was the crowd full? Was it crazy? <laughs> uh, so it was it was insane. You know, when uh, just from classic callbacks to previous movies to character reveals to mm-hmm. uh, that big scene with Ned. You know, oh. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert. You know, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Uh, uh, Ned has powers. He uh, so we. You know, from from beginning to end, like it was it was insane. And again, spoiler alert again, like the biggest reaction came from Tobey mm-hmm. Maguire coming in. And we all kind of knew that they were going to be in it. But just finally seeing that come come into play and just experiencing that. It's mm-hmm. like that was the best experience I've had in the movie theater uh, compared to Avengers Endgame. But uh, that was hands down. It was it was amazing. So a lot of comic, uh, comic book fans came uh, in cosplay and stuff like that. So. It, it was pretty awesome, man. Yeah. How's your experience? Oh, just the same. Like it was probably, if not crazier than any game, I'd say. Uh, I had a good crowd because I got to see it uh, at the Chinese theater here in Los Angeles, and it was completely sold out showing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've never been that shocked before in my life because you know I yeah. I hear about Toby and Andrew, Toby and Andrew, but as soon as it happens, you're just so shocked because you know that stuff. I it's our childhood that we've seen so many years ago, and to just see them again, it's like you're you're older now and i'm older and it's just emotional yeah. and so i was like wow this is this is wild and i was trying to take it in but it went by so yeah. fast but the crowd was just beyond it was more than i could have hoped for <laughs> yeah, even even I've, I've never really cried in the movie and i, I didn't cry in, in 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 no way home but i was just damn near on on, on the edge because mm-hmm. i've never had that much like emotion built up, like the, the just the build up, like okay, I think something's coming up, and then it finally happens, and the whole theater goes crazy, and I'm going crazy. You know, it's just, it's just it was just a, an amazing experience and something I'll do again. But again, we're gonna have more experiences like that in the mm-hmm. future. So it's you know, Kevin Feige, he always has to outdo himself, right? He like mm-hmm. he's his own biggest critic. So I know there's gonna be more scenes like this, and I, I just can't wait for him, man. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's just. It's fun to talk about something like this, you know, with a, a fellow, like you can sense when someone loves Marvel as much as you do. So it's always nice to have like someone like, oh, you you know this, you feel it. And it's like, yep, I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> we Why? both know. Just Why, know. Man. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, yeah. If you want to take this next one, I'm moving on here. Uh, I think we're on so, the original right here. Uh, yeah, so the original Spider-Man No Way Home marketing plan uh, would have kept all the villains secret, uh, according to Tom Holland. Uh, how do you feel about that, man? Uh, it was pretty wild. Like, he talks about how they wanted to market it. And I, I, I don't know. I think the marketing was pretty good because they kind of kept the biggest parts of the film a secret. Um, but yeah, yeah he, he says the initial plan was to make the film seem like Civil War between himself mm -hmm. and Doctor Strange, which I would have been interested in. I would have been like, oh, wow, their heroes are fighting. You know, that, that still would have been a seller for me. But I think, you know, they're like, well, we'll show some of the villains. You know, I think that'll be a huge seller. But I'm glad that they saved some of it. And I think it was, I think the way they executed it was pretty good. Yeah, even I remember even when the, the news broke in December 2020, when it is, I remember refreshing my Twitter page and every time it was like, oh, Jamie Foxx is, is returning <laughs> for the third installment of, of the Tom Holland series. Oh, Alpha Million's coming back. Oh, uh, William Defoe's coming back. And that's when Twitter went, went crazy. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't believe, I mean, I, you know, Tom Holland says this now, but if that would have came out saying, okay, it's going to be like, going to be like a kind of civil war thing. I wouldn't have believed it knowing that all these villains were coming back. So, and, and we mentioned the marketing plan, like it was genius, you know, for the fans to, Sony put it in the hands of the fans to mm -hmm. market the movie itself, you know? So <laughs> yeah. once, yeah. So once, once they knew the villains were coming back, they kind of assumed, okay, Toby and Andrew mm -hmm. would, would come back as well. So they just gave it to the fans and rolled with it. Right. So, and clearly the marketing plan worked, you know, again, we mentioned it being the third highest, you know, domestic Thursday night previews of all time. So it's, you know, that was a perfectly executed marketing plan by them. So I couldn't, I couldn't have done it any better. So it's, you know, they didn't look, they probably didn't even spend a dime doing that. So it was, <laughs> no. it was pretty, it was smart. I agree. I agree hundred percent. Yeah, it was, it was smart, but anyways, moving on here now, uh, Tom Holland's next adventure in the MCU is already committed, says Sony CEO. Uh, let's see. Mm -hmm. uh, she said it's reciprocal. So we lend one, then they late. Uh, lend one so that's good to hear i think kevin feige also mentioned that uh they're already working on spider-man 4 so we don't have to yeah. get kind of that withdrawal that we got after far from home it's we're gonna get another mm -hmm. one which uh it's pretty interesting how do, you, how do you feel about another trilogy i mean how do this is the end of the first trilogy so like for me like the anticipation and and the expectation and just the build-up for the next one is already here so mm -hmm. hopefully i mean you know, gratefully or you know you just we're getting a filler in between that with uh, Spider-Man freshman year is going to be a show on Disney oh, Plus. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, so we kind of have some like, they're kind of feeding us a little bit like those tads of, you know, of, of, of Spider-Man content in between now and the next film. So, you know, we'll, we'll survive then. But uh, <laughs> for the for the next trilogy, like I'm, I'm looking forward to it. They kind of teased a little bit of it towards the end of No Way Home. Spoiler alert, when, when, uh, when uh, the Green Goblin bombed, the and I, I cannot pronounce this the cube i can't oh I can't yeah no, it at all so <laughs> it's a hard and, name but you're right the yeah, cube yeah so, yeah so we we saw you know glimpses of like rhino scorpion craven the hunter so like the, just kind of teasing the future of spider-man uh, of spider-man the next spider-man trilogy so you know i can't i couldn't you know I'm, I'm looking forward to it but uh again it's probably gonna be what three four five years out but uh for them they like kind of give us spider-man freshman year in between that just kind of like Feeds our hunger a little bit, you know. Yeah, no, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's it's exciting. I, I almost forgot about that, but I was like, oh, that's right. We have a animated kind of canon prequel story about yep. Spider Man. So, so what more could you ask for? It's just too much content at this point. I know <laughs> so much. Loving it, man. Yeah, loving it. Loving it too. Uh, all right, yeah. If you want to, think, this one's pretty fun, and I have already an, already a question ready for you for this next one. But you can read. 
Yeah, so Tom Holland's borrow, Tom Holland borrowed a move from Spider Marvel Spider Man in, in the in Spider Man No Way Home, uh, talking about action or uh, a stunt scene, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Think? Apparently, there was a. So I don't know if you remember when he's fighting. This whole episode is already spoilers for the movie, so I'm sorry, everybody. Yeah. But I mean, it's been a weekend, and I feel like it's okay. We we prefaced it at the beginning, but anyways, when he's fighting Green Goblin in the apartment building. Uh, he kind of he webs him up and then throws him down the floors. Yeah. That was a move from the video game. I don't know if you played the Spider-Man video game at all. I don't My know roommate does. I can I can watch him play. I I didn't catch it the first time I watched it, but then somebody posted a clip online. I was like, oh, okay, cool. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a cool little anecdote there. <laughs> it's cool. Um, I'll look out for the the third fourth time I see it. So okay, see. cool, <laughs> nice, nice. All right, uh, let's see a little more Spider-Man news, and then we'll wrap up here on Marvel. Willem Dafoe says that he only returned uh, as the Green Goblin in Spider-Man: No Way Home on the condition that he could be a part of the action and kind of do his own stunts. Uh, he said it mm-hmm. makes you earn the right to play the character. And I thought, I mean, I gotta give kudos to him because man, he is a older guy, but he did fantastic. <laughs> he he has done more than earn the right to play that character. Even from the first Spider-Man installment with uh, with Tobey Maguire, at this point he's just cementing his legacy as one of the greatest comic book villains of all time. So mm-hmm. for him to say earn the part, it's it's dude, no, you've you've, you've already cemented yourself. So, but for him to be you know sixty plus and, and do those stunts, it's 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 outstanding for him, and you know just shows the type of actor he is and his dedication to to the work and his role as a Green Goblin. So. I mean, shoot, like, he's just a badass type of guy, so mm-hmm. kudos to him. Absolutely. I'm right there with you. All right, and now if you want to wrap us up for Marvel, take us away with his last headline. Uh, so Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness reshoots wrap this week. Uh, this could be a good or bad thing. How do you mm-hmm. feel about it? I, I'm going to stay optimistic, you know? Like, with anything, reshoots are never a bad thing. I feel like it gives you more time uh, to hopefully fix mistakes or maybe mm. add more things that are just making it better, you know? And so I'm hoping apparently they said that they were adding more cameos and characters to have more fun with the film uh, after No Way Home and the success of that. So I'm only hoping that they just make it like, make it crazy. Add Deadpool, add, you know, X-Men and, you know. <laughs> so what, well. what what kind of cameos, What give me three cameos you, you want to see in, in this film. That's that's a good question. I was you know I was just about to ask you that. <laughs> I would think uh, for me because um, I saw someone say Deadpool. And I think that would make sense as like a funny mm-hmm. one. So Deadpool, people were saying Charles Xavier, and I think that's kind of a, you know kind of an easy one, but a big stretch. And then um, probably like Captain Carter from the What If okay. series because um, she you know she's in the multiverse kind of area, and maybe they include her or oh you know what or also I'll make it like a little plus a plus four. The, the Watcher, okay. a live action The Watcher. I yeah. think that would make okay. sense because, you know, he made communications with Doctor Strange. What about you? I can see that. Um, okay. First of all, I'd want to see something from the What If series. So mm-hmm. we kind of got a glimpse at, kind of got a glimpse at Supreme Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, but honestly, I'm a, I love the Fantastic Four. They're kind of the reason I got started with superheroes, as I told you before. So I would love to see Chris Evans come back as Johnny Storm and, and oh. just, you know, that'd be <laughs> yeah. awesome. Uh, something kind of unexpected. Probably Ghost Rider. You know, just Ooh, just to see, yeah. just to see something we haven't seen in a long time. And uh, man, this is gonna be hard because there's so many. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, one of one of the villains teased in kind of like the end of No Way Home. So whether that be Scorpion or Craven the Hunter, or probably Craven the Hunter, because mm-hmm. again, I want to see what Aaron Taylor Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson would look like when he's not Quicksilver. So. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just kind of those, just kind of those three. I'm sure there's more, but that's only those are the top three that came to mind that come to mind right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. There, there was nothing off the table after including actors like Toby and Ed. if you can get those guys to come back, then I really think yeah. that you can get someone like you know Hugh Jackman or, or you know Johnny, yeah. Chris Evans as Johnny Storm. Like you know, I think he he would be down for that. It's like hey, it's fun. Sure, I'll do it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on now, we have some Warner Brothers news. Uh, finally straying away from Marvel. We have the WB CEO says that uh, they would love to develop more Harry Potter series. Uh, she didn't specify films or TVs, only the potential projects that must be true to the ethos of the wizarding world. Now, what's your relationship with Harry Potter? <laughs> uh, it's not a great relationship <laughs> at all. Uh, it's, uh, but, you know, we'll see. You know, uh, I know Warner Brothers is kind of like, unofficially officially in competition with marvel but uh nothing's wrong with producing more content and being more diverse in content Mm -hmm. uh harry potter is one of the most successful book series in 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 the entire of all time so uh we'll see how that goes i'm looking forward to another book adaptation to 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 a book a successful series so we'll see Mm -hmm. yeah the uh the for the new year they're doing kind of a reunion so all the actors are coming back and they're kind of doing like a kind of like what friends did for hbo max i think this is hbo Mm -hmm. max as well so Pretty exciting for a lot of Harry Potter fans. I I'm not I haven't watched any of them. Uh, I'm definitely interested, but just haven't had time to get to it. But maybe one day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. Take us away for this next one. Uh. So Empire debut debuts the Batman collectible covers featuring Batman and Catwoman. Uh. Plus two new steals from the film. Uh. Have been released. Uh, I've seen a couple of them on TikTok, mm-hmm. and Catwoman looks amazing, man. Catwoman mm-hmm. looks amazing. Uh, I found another one that kind of like replicates uh, Batman Beyond, which it was, you know, that, that looked pretty good too. You know, which, which ones were your favorite? Uh, definitely, yeah, Catwoman. I mean, I think the suit and kind of the the new take on it definitely looks super interesting. And I think a uh, cool detail that I always love about the Catwoman on, on Zazzy Beats. Is, is that her name, Zazzy? No, not Zoe Zazzy. Kravitz. No, Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz, yeah. Zazzy Beats is someone else, another actress. She was in, she was in, yeah. she was Domino and Deadpool. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Zoe Kravitz. Um, her nails, it looks like she grew her nail. He, she grew her nails out, which was pretty cool because usually, I don't know, it's kind of like mechanical sometimes and sometimes it's the nails. I don't know. It's just a little detail that I think looks cool. But yeah, the, the costume design looks so fantastic in this movie. And I think people are raving about every detail in this film. And I think Batman's just going to blow a lot of people away. I really do. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of skeptical at first because I'm like, okay, I see Robert Pattinson and I'm just like, Ugh, Twilight, vampires, mm-hmm. Twilight, vampires, right? So uh the trailers i've seen so far the you know the the, the covers the empire covers i've seen so it, it's it's look it's been proving me wrong so far so yeah. you can't go wrong with a batman film so except uh that member superman which has some issues <laughs> you know but we'll we'll, we'll yeah. see though but I'm, I'm looking forward to this and hopefully you know robert pattinson can do it justice absolutely gotcha oh do it justice maybe a new justice league no i'm just kidding oh. <laughs> <laughs> i like that anyways uh, speaking of justice league we have a uh, dc's blue beetle another hero uh, is getting their own film uh it's now going to have a theatrical release instead of coming to hbo max this is coming awesome. august 18th 2023 uh pretty great for him i'm glad that he gets a full theater theater release awesome and yeah, so even uh, I'm not sure if you've seen Smallville before. No, no, I I, I know yeah, of so, it, but haven't seen. It. So Smallville is like kind of like an origin story of mm-hmm. Superman and stuff like that. So we kind of saw like a live action, well, I don't say live action, but like a a represent a portrayal of Blue Beetle oh, okay. uh, in that in that series. So it was, it was pretty cool. But with me, I'm all about diversity and, and inclusion. So mm-hmm. for us to have uh, a Hispanic hero mm-hmm. being you know being portrayed by again staying true to the character. 
and being, you know, having a theatrical release stuff just being dumped on HBO Max. That means a lot to me, even though I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not Hispanic, but just seeing that representation means a lot. So uh, we've seen the past couple of years, Marvel's done a great job of, you know, having Brie Larson lead a superhero film, having uh, deaf actors with Echo and, and Macari in, in their movies and TV shows. So for DC to kind of take a step forward in that direction as well means a lot. So it will be significant in the future as well. So having, you know, Hispanic children, you know, kind of have somebody to look up to instead of all these other heroes that are kind of like mainstream, having Blue Beetle, you know, have some re- have some representation. Uh, it'll mean a lot to them and, and, and me as well. So looking forward to it. Absolutely. You make a great point because I was thinking about it the other day on how when Marvel and kind of DC start out, you know, with like Avengers, the first Avengers film, I think they didn't expect it to get so big. And it kind of felt like, oh, this is for kids. And we were kind of putting this together. We don't know how it's going to be. But now it's at a place where it's so mainstream that they can use those platforms to kind of send a message and have that inclusion and representation. Now it's like, okay, now we have a place in this world. Let's kind of use that for good. And I think that's what's super cool. We're, mm-hmm. we're seeing that change and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving the direction. Yes. Same, same. Pretty interesting. All right. Uh, yeah. Now moving on to other studios. This is cool. This is from random studios across. It could be Universal, uh, A24, you know, indie films, stuff like that. Uh, an exciting one. Yeah. You want to start us off? <laughs> oh, yeah. So Kingsman 3 is confirmed to be to begin shooting in September 2022 and will include uh, and will conclude uh, Eggie's story. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so I've I've watched the first two Kingsmen. Mm-hmm. I think the second was what? Golden Circle? Or yeah. Was yeah, that? yeah you're, Maybe you're, I'm wrong. Uh, but I, I haven't watched the the Kingsman. It's kind of like a a prequel to the first two. But uh, I haven't seen Eggie in a long time. Taron mm-hmm. is it Taron Edgerton, Edgar? Yeah. Edgar yeah. So I haven't seen him in a while. So I'm looking forward to this third movie. Uh, I have to rewatch the first two just to get a, a feel of them again. But I remember loving them. So we'll see we'll see how he does with the third one. Absolutely, yeah. This I mean, Kingsman has always been kind of a favorite of mine. I think it's it's like taking James Bond but making it more fun and. More, yeah. more more over the top and i've always enjoyed that so definitely looking forward to see where they wrap it up <laughs> yeah here's a here's a fun one michelle yo is in a new there's a new trailer for a new film called everything everywhere all at once now this film looks out there so this is from the director of swiss army man starring daniel radcliffe uh D- dan kwan and daniel Sh- uh Sh- Sh- shinert <laughs> sorry i probably Time, pushed that yeah. but uh yeah i don't know this trailer uh it's pretty weird. I don't know. If you, I don't know if you've seen this trailer for this film. Uh, I have not. So, so can you give me like a breakdown of what what's it about? So I I I could barely figure out the story just from the trailer because it looked there was it's just a bunch of shots of of this character that Michelle Michelle Yeoh is playing and it's like a multiverse and there was like uh, beautiful arts uh, beautiful arts uh, shots of fighting and I don't know I couldn't really figure out the story because you know it's one of those trailers that kind of doesn't give really give away a lot it's just kind of a mm-hmm. um what's it called like a tonal a tonal trailer like here's the tone of this film but it definitely looks fun but I couldn't really say too much on it <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably watch it right, right after we get out the podcast but that does sound interesting mm-hmm. man it yeah, does yeah, sound cool uh all right you got the Nick Cage one <laughs> the fun one. Oh yeah so so Nicholas Cage stars as Nicholas Cage in his first trailer for the unbearable weight of massive talent uh I haven't heard about this. Uh, any info on that? Uh, well, no, I put a little summary of it because, yeah, I wasn't familiar. There's a trailer out. Looks pretty cool. I recommend that one as well. Um, but, yeah, okay. there's a little summary. I don't know if you want to read. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't see that. Uh, a cash-strapped Nicolas Cage agrees to make a paid appearance at a billionaire superfan's birthday party, but is really an informant for the CIA since a billionaire fan is a drunk kingpin and gets cast in a Tarantino movie. 
Wow. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah, it's, that's all, man, that sounds sounds mm -hmm. interesting. It sounds awesome. Uh, is there a date for that, a release date for that? Uh, not sure. I, I pulled this from IMDb. I should have pulled the, the release date as well. I don't know if they had it there, but uh, yeah, I definitely recommend the trailer. It looks interesting. It's Nick Cage as himself, so. <laughs> well, we'll see. <laughs> he always does funny stuff. <laughs> but um, Hopefully it's good. We'll mm -hmm. see. All right, we have uh, a fan favorite of mine. This is this well, this is a favorite of mine. Kickass. It's finally yeah. getting apparently a big reboot in two years, says the director Matthew Vaughn. But he won't yeah. reveal if the OG cast will return, which probably means they will. <laughs> yeah, I remember Aaron Taylor Johnson mm -hmm. was. I was in sixth grade, it's like two thousand nine, when Kickass Kickass mm -hmm. One came out, and I didn't even realize Aaron Taylor Johnson was Kickass till I was like in high school or I think my oh, yeah. freshman year of college. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, hopefully he does return as long uh, as well as and I forgot her name. Uh, oh yeah, was, uh, Hit Girl. Hit Girl. Hit Girl. Yeah. So the last time I saw her was she was like uh, she she was in Tom and Jerry that live action <laughs> yeah. uh, show. But hopefully hopefully they do come back because I, I I miss that and then the, also the actor who played McLovin in, in Superbad. Uh, mm, yes. So hopefully oh, ho hopefully I mean, oh actually yeah, I think he died. The last, the second movie, Kick Ass Two, oh, whatever yeah. it is. But mm -hmm. if they, hopefully, hopefully they return. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing that, man. That'd, that'd be awesome. If they do come back. No, yeah, yeah. Me and my dad, we love watching these films, and they'll always be. They're, they're, they're just like, uh, they're silly, mature, but definitely, man, yeah. they give you a good time. Definitely leave you a yeah. good time. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, you got this next one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so a potential Elite of the Battle Angel sequel is still on the table, says Robert Rodriguez. Um, yeah, so I think if I remember correctly, was Alita the Battle Angel came out a couple of years ago as, was she like a robot or android? I yeah. believe it was, it was CG, I, it was a very CG film, yeah. uh, you know, CG heavy, but also mixed with live action. Chris, Christoph Waltz was in it as well. Uh, Mahershala Ali, um, mm -hmm. a lot of, you know, it was, it was a great cast, great film, but, uh, I think. I think I remember that. I think mm -hmm. I do remember that. Was it, um, was Mahershala Ali like some type of villain in that movie? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he had the glasses yeah, and in that. the trailer he was always yeah. like, bring me the girl called Alita. Yeah. He kept saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember that. It stuck with me. But yeah, it's definitely, I really enjoyed it. Like, I think, I don't know, it didn't really get that much love, but I think there's like a small group of uh, fans that kind of want a sequel because the way it ended was kind of like cliffhanger and then, yeah, you know, we're, we're waiting now. So uh, apparently, Robert Rodriguez talked about uh, James Cameron and him were talking about it, and they're still very interested. He said he told him, "Let me deliver B Boba, Book of Boba Fett, and we'll figure mm. out a pitch." So I'm hoping for a sequel because it was cool. It was pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> uh, speaking of James Cameron, we have here Avatar Two news, which is feels like forever since we've heard about Avatar Two. He says it's fully mm -hmm. in the can. He says we have a working cut that we're filling in the visual effects within. This comes from Variety. He also says, I want to do a movie that's six hours long and two and a half hours long at the same time. You could stream it for six hours or you can have a more condensed immersive version in a movie theater, which is mm. pretty surprising to hear coming from a director like James Cameron. But I don't know. I, I want director's cuts all the time. <laughs> you know? Yeah, same as well. We saw how successful the Snyder Cut was, but I haven't, and it's a confession, but I've never seen Avatar. The first time I, had, I, I heard of Avatar, mm -hmm. I thought people were were referring to the. Uh, we're gonna talk about this next. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, <laughs> that movie was terrible. What are you talking about, right? So, mm -hmm. I, um, 
hopefully I can rewatch the first one and see what, what made it so good and what made it the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. Um, but hopefully we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll watch that and I'll watch Avatar 2 and, and see and see what's up. But uh, I heard James Cameron does a lot of great work with, you know, Titanic and then Avatar as well. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I always freak out. Like, it's it's totally fine that you haven't seen it because it's it's not like the craziest movie. I don't know how it's the biggest film of all time. Like, it's yeah, it's weird. Like, out of all films in the world, why is that one? But I think it was just because of the CGI at the time was so advanced yeah. that everyone wanted to experience what this new film was about, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, it was definitely it's weird because I I enjoy it, but it's definitely like you watch it and you're like, how is this the biggest? But <laughs> true, it's definitely cool because I mean it's. It also has themes of like American culture, I guess, because it's kind of, uh, you know, natives versus machine industry. You know what I mean? Kind of the themes there, but behind it, it's just a, a love story. But, you know, take what you will. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, now you can wrap us up with M. Night. <laughs> uh, with where? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, so M. Night Shyamalan. I'm, again, I'm probably mispronouncing that. His movie Knock at the Cabin starring Dave Bautista will be one continuous take. Uh, and that's all we have but, on that one. <laughs> yeah, so I I think M. Night Shyamalan, mm-hmm. didn't he direct the the last Airbender movie? Yeah, he that did. Uh, so pretty bad. Yeah, he, his last film was a movie called Old. Um, he's done like, uh, what's it called? Uh, the film with um, Bruce Alex Willis. Alex Wolf. Yeah, oh, that okay, one is, wait, no, 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 that one, that was, that's. That was old. That was old, right? Oh yeah, no, you're right. Sorry, you know what I was thinking? Yeah. I was thinking of Hereditary, but no, yeah, Alex Wolf is okay. in old as well. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, he does. He's a horror director. He does a lot of horror films, and uh, yeah. you know his new kind of horror film esque. Uh, there was a little anecdote that came out. Said it's going to be one mm-hmm. continuous take. Thought that was cool, and I was like, well, I'll put that in. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm uh, looking forward to seeing more work from Dave Bautista. I kind of like him as an actor, you know. So we'll see how that goes. Me too. I feel like he's um, underappreciated. He's kind of been shoehorned as the comedic relief but he he got some yeah. acting chops he got some good <laughs> yeah so even from uh after i saw um dune i saw some work with him in dune and then uh is it uh army of Th- not army of thieves but uh oh no, army of the dead Neth- yeah yeah mm-hmm. army of the dead yeah so he, he's earned my respect over those past couple of movies so I'm looking forward to what he does in this one right now agreed agreed all right, moving on now to streaming. Uh, let's see. We can get through this because we have a lot. You know, we'll just read through these. Uh, I'll do all Netflix, and then you can kind of take Paramount, and then we'll go back and forth. Does that sound good? <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, so now for Netflix, the new Witcher Season 2 has dropped. You got to check that out. Um, I haven't seen it, but I want to. either. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard a lot of good things with Henry Cavill and what he's done with that series. Uh, but maybe I should. I need something to watch right now, so hopefully I can get get started on that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Uh, Elizabeth Yu has been cast as Azula in Netflix. So we have basically some Avatar Last Airbender casting. So they're doing a new live-action film for Netflix. Um, mm. So Elizabeth Yu has been cast as Azula. Maria Zhang will be cast uh, as Suki. And Yvonne Chapman will play the legendary uh, Kyoshi. So mm-hmm. very popular characters from the show. I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with it, but... Um, yeah, uh, the show, the show... So you haven't watched the show, or...? No, no, I've never, I haven't gotten need- to it. <laughs> you need to it's it's pretty amazing so i'm kind of happy again I, we mentioned you know being uh representation being a huge thing so i'm kind of happy that it's kind of going to be res- representation here in this show like a, a, lot, a lot of tv or uh culturally accurate uh actors portraying what the, who, who they are so it's kind of the avatar the last airbender movie that's kind of where the main criticism came from but uh i'm looking forward i mean I sh- just seeing these castings means a lot to me and 
means a lot to the people who are being represented. So uh, hopefully we, we, it's a great show. So I'm with but you. something you definitely something definitely you have to watch, except a movie, just a yeah. TV show. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I hear. That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, Charlie Cox, Olga Kuryenko, and Una Chaplin will star in a six-part spy drama, Treason, for Netflix. So we got Charlie Cox wow. coming back. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I only know him from Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so we'll see how... I love, I love to see him in, in different in different works in different works, uh, whether that be TV shows or movies. But uh, I don't know much about him as an actor. But you know, seeing this, like, uh, I love to see different you know him different do different things instead of just again just a, a, as Daredevil. So, uh, oh, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, like I know he's a great actor. So let's see what he brings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, um, yeah, we're moving on now. Paramount Plus. Uh, so in Paramount Plus, uh, Josh Peck will guest stars uh, will guest star in iCarly season two. Uh, being on iCarly, being on the iCarly set after all these years uh, feels like a full circle. Says uh, says Josh Peck. So uh, I watched season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of different um, without Sam, but I know Drake Drake guest starred in in, in iCarly you know, during that uh, during that whole uh, during its original run on Nickelodeon. But mm-hmm. having Josh Peck come back and I don't know what who's gonna play as or whatever. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but uh, I know they have a great relationship. They just posted a TikTok a couple mm-hmm. days ago, and I think he was on set of iCarly. So, oh yeah, uh, I think I saw we'll, the same we'll, one. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see how that uh, we'll see how that goes. I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. So. All right, and now we have Disney Plus. This is always exciting for me. I love Disney Plus goodies. So uh, yeah, we can go back and forth here. Uh, I'll take Zorro, and then you can get the Goonies one, okay? <laughs> we'll okay. go back and forth. So Zorro will be returning to Disney+. Plus. It's getting a brand new series. This is starring Wilmore Valderrama, and apparently it'll be a modern telenovela-style reimagining of the classic 50s show. Ooh, hmm. Sounds interesting. Sounds fun. It does. Wow. Uh, so the Goonies-inspired series of Our Time lands on Disney+. Plus. Uh, the story falls at... Uh, the, source, the story follows a teacher helping her students recreate the original movie shot for shot. Uh, do you know anything about the Goonies? Uh, I, I've, I've seen the original in my life before. I haven't seen it recently, but I think this is kind of a new take without kind of remaking it. They're like, let's just mm. kind of make a new story off of it, which is, I think, how they should do Disney classics or any kind of film classic and kind of redo it for streaming or anything. You know, do a yeah. reimagining of it or kind of inspired by it. Don't really kind of recreated shot for shot but i don't know it's just mm. my opinion <laughs> yeah uh so the book of boba fett uh the, bu- the book of boba fett trailers only use footage from the first half of the first episode uh this is star wars correct yes mm. okay so uh do you, do you know much about that or the book of boba fett yeah so uh i i'm a i'm i'd say i'm a huge star wars fan but this book of boba fett show i don't know the the trailers have been i feel like a little 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 uh amateur so i don't know how big of a star wars fan you are but this is based off the uh the character from the original films back in the 70s uh 70s and 80s um he's a mandalorian uh bounty hunter and uh so this is following off of the mandalorian tv show right and so mm-hmm. he's finally getting his own show and uh he's finally getting to reign and kind of be the the super cool bounty hunter that he was you know so i don't know awesome. I, think I think it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a cool show but we'll have to see what kind of surprises it teases us <laughs> Yeah. Um, and now moving on now, uh, Peacock. This is, I, we barely get news for Peacock. Uh, Bel Air series, of course, which is the recreation of Fresh Prince of Bel Air, is going to yeah. premiere on Super Bowl Sunday, February 13th. Episodes will then drop weekly. 
Pretty cool. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I remember the first. Uh, again, I was probably too, I probably wasn't even born yet when it first premiered, but uh, just having. I'm not. I'm not one for remakes and uh, of, of classic TV shows, but we'll see how this one goes. They saw they posted like a teaser or something a couple months back, and I have a lot of strong opinions about mm-hmm. that. But hopefully, it, it does the show justice and kind of builds on the character. Uh, so we'll see. I'm right there with you. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, and uh, lastly, before oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I was, you, you can get, read it. I mean, I'll doesn't matter. Okay, okay. me too. Or, I'll right. just I'll just read it off, and then we'll get to our lightning. Sound good? <laughs> okay, here we yeah, go. Yeah, let's do it. How I Met Your Father gets their first trailer. That's about it. Uh, it's coming January 18th. Hillary Duff is gonna return in the show. <laughs> That's about it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So now we have our light news. So these are just, you know, fast, fast paced. We'll just read back and forth. These are kind of, I, I wanted to include them, but there's not really much with them. So you can start us off. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So Fast and Furious has been delayed till, to May 19th, 2023. Uh, sucks, but I, I love the movie and it's, uh, we'll see how, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, Uncharted has a brand new poster. Tom Holland is Nathan Drake. Uh, we got Mark Wahlberg on it. Uncharted trailers out. Check it out if you're into that sort of thing. Looks, poster looks pretty cool, but we'll see how it looks. Uh, first look of images from the Lost City. Uh, Sandra Bullock plays a romance adventure adventure novelist who's kidnapped by a century billionaire Daniel Radcliffe to search for ancient treasure. <laughs> it sounds like a good uh, mm-hmm. good movie, and well, I'm always one for adventure movies, so we'll see. <laughs> yep. Uh, Danny Elfman is going to be doing the score for Tim Burton's Wednesday Adam series coming to Netflix. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Super uh, superhero drops April twenty second, twenty twenty two in Japan. Uh, I'm not one for uh, sub movies. I, I like mm-hmm. the dub, so I can actually hear what's going on. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> the American, the the American, the North American release date is still uh, still to be determined. Mm-hmm. So uh, to be announced. I'm sorry. So we'll see. Absolutely. And lastly, we have the uh, English language remake of Train to Busan. The last train to New York will be coming April twenty first, twenty twenty three, to theaters. Pretty interesting. That's mm. uh Train to Busan was a great film. Does not need a remake. Pretty sad to hear, but <laughs> mm. I'd recommend it. Anyways, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that was all of our major news, light news. That was all the news of the week. Now we get into our recommendations, kind of what we want to recommend to y'all to be checking out. Uh Tope, if you have a recommendation, yeah. lay it on us. Let's see what you got. Uh I just finished Arcane, and that's probably the probably the Ooh. best Netflix show I've watched. Arguably one of the best mm-hmm. Netflix shows I've watched this year. And I highly recommend it. You know, it's the the scenes kind of give me uh, Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse type of vibes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I highly recommend that to all the listeners out there. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I just started the first episode and uh, it's it's good. I just have, I, again, no time. There's too much content, but I want to yeah. finish it. It does look really yeah, good. Cool. <laughs> it is. That's cool. Uh, my recommendation this week is an Apple TV Plus show uh, called The Shrink Next Door. Uh, now, I have... Uh, recommended this before but i just finished it now this stars will ferrell and paul rudd and so mm. i didn't know this is I'm, i don't want it's not really a spoiler it's because i don't know it's not a spoiler but this is a true story it's a true story and it blew my mind so i'll give the basic premise uh for those of you that don't, that don't know it's basically about um a guy will ferrell goes to his psychiatrist paul rudd and over the course of the show we see the relationship between them start off as friends and become almost family to each other, but it's a very yeah. manipulative, uh, you know, kind of taking advantage of Will Ferrell with his money and, 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 you know, kind of taking advantage of this poor guy that's broken and needs help and the psychiatrist takes advantage of him. And 
it results into a pretty interesting interesting relationship and it's wild because it's true was like a comedy or a drama it is a, it is like a it's a drama but it does have comedic tones like it's definitely funny yeah you, know, it's funny to you watch. mentioned will ferrell you mentioned will ferrell so like i didn't know if, mm-hmm. like you know I didn't, I didn't know how the uh you know what kind of genre of the series so yeah uh right i might need to check that out i've been watching the morning show on apple uh, apple Ooh. tv so mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll, I'll probably watch it after I catch up with the morning show. So gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Will Ferrell definitely he acted really well. Like, you know, he normally does comedy, but man, he was like really good in this because he was more of a serious role and it was fantastic. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's it for me. And uh, thank you for your recommendation. Well, that's our episode, ladies and gentlemen. Tope Amade, thank you so much thank you. for hopping on this week. We really appreciate it. Again, everybody Make at time. home. Please check out his content. We'll have everything linked down below. That's all I ask from you guys. Uh, he has some great content coming out very soon. So definitely check him out. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks again, dude. I appreciate yeah, this. Thanks for, ha- thanks for having me. Uh, I know kind of, we kind of just like met last week, just mm-hmm. started talking, but you know, the, the, the superhero community, the love for superheroes and movies and, and just any, anything pop culture related brings a lot of people together. So I'm happy you brought us together and we've gotten so close in the past couple of days and, I'm looking forward to just building this relationship, you know, building each other's content, building each other's growth and, and network. And hopefully we can make this thing happen and attend a movie <laughs> premiere sometime soon in LA. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. dude. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll be going together. We'll be tagging along. <laughs> awesome. man. We'll, we'll, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks for the kind words. Uh, everybody at home. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, let us know what you thought in the comments. Give us a review. Again, all of our social media is linked down below. Don't forget about our, sponsor everybody have a great week we'll see you all next week on episode 44 have a great week everybody and happy holidays as well happy holidays from truly casual to y'all <laughs> bye-bye everybody. Happy holidays.